Dr. Laurie Heap here and welcome to Five to Thrive. Today we are going to begin the Sift It to Shift It process. We have already stepped back and done the defusion thing where we drop behind the camera lens and now it's time to sequentially look at our senses, images, feelings, and thoughts and our focus today is going to be the sense portion of the sift and we're going to ask and answer what are the differences physically between the unproductive, unhelpful state and the productive and helpful one that we're wanting to move into. This is helpful for emotional regulation because frequently we will physically respond to an emotionally charged state of mind before it even hits awareness in the upstairs brain. And doing the body scan of the sense portion of the sift, going from head to toe, asking and answering what is going on with me physically and through my senses, this connects the upstairs and the downstairs brain along with the body so that we may actually become more aware of what happens physically, be able to catch it sooner before that huge emotion balloons and overwhelms us. So it's almost like we can cut it off at the pass if we're highly aware of the physical cues that go along with the emotional unproductive state that we're trying to shift out of. And the more connections that we can build between the upstairs conscious brain and the downstairs, including the body, the more connections we can form between those two, the faster we can recognize it and the easier it will be to deal with it. Now you can spot check how connected the upstairs and the downstairs brain along with the body is within you by trying to sense your own heart rate without feeling for your pulse. So you can do this by just sitting quietly with your hands in your lap. And this is especially doable if you have a device that detects your heart rate, which a lot of people run around with those now. If you don't, you may have to co-op a friend into helping you with this. But sit, set a timer for 15 seconds and try and sense how many times your heart is beating in your chest as you're sitting there quietly. Then multiply it times four and look at your pulse rate on the device or spot check the answer with your friend who's taking your pulse. Now, if you're pretty close and you really can sense your own heart rate, that means you're pretty well connected upstairs to downstairs. And therefore, the body scan that we're going to do is going to be pretty simple for you. And this will just be reinforcing those connections. If you can't sense your own heart rate, the idea of a body scan may be an exercise that you want to try and build into your day. Or you might want to look up on Google progressive muscle relaxation. Relaxation, and that's something you could do to add in on your nighttime routine, and it actually helps you fall asleep. So let's get to it and do the body scan for the sense shift that we're trying to make. If you can, why don't you recall a unproductive state of mind that you got trapped in recently? In our big session that we did live, we did overwhelmed, and we shifted from overwhelmed to calm or focused. I would actually like to address the whole idea of bored because bored is a very distinct distressed state of mind and it frequently will trap us and overwhelm us and make us sit in it so that we ignore a lot of the things that we need to be doing and the natural rewards that we can be pursuing in our daily life, especially accomplishing goals. So now we're going to go head to toe. 
And the state that I think would be helpful for us to shift to would be motivated, goal-orientated, and long-term visioning of our future, especially if the boredom is being precipitated by something we're not interested in, where we have to learn and we don't really feel like it in the present moment. So let's start going from head to toe. When you're bored, what's the physical feel of your head? Is it heavy? Is it sluggish? What's going on with your facial expressions? Is everything kind of droopy, including is your head sagging at your neck? Vision, is it just staring off into space? Is it focused on a screen? Hearing, is it muffled or is it highly sensitive? What's going on within the head region. Now, if you get into a highly motivated, long-term visioning state where you got your eye on your goals and you know you have to hurdle this in order to get where you're going and you just tackle it, well, then what happens with your head? Does it lift? Does it begin focusing in on things visually? Do you lock your jaw? I don't know about you, but I do. Mm, I'm like, I'm going to get this done. Uh, what happens with your eyes? I actually squint my eyes versus so that I really zone in. Next up is shoulders and neck. When you are bored, what happens? Are you kind of tilted and drooping like I said earlier? Are the shoulders sagging? Are you lounging from a posture perspective? Now let's contrast that with motivated and going after it. Is there tension there that's not present when you're bored and just kind of meh? Uh, on the sofa. Next up, we want to look at arms and feet. Do you get really still and just heavy and don't want to move and tired and a feeling of fatigue physically from head to toe when you're bored? And then going over to the other side, when you're motivated, do you begin to fidget? Do you move? Do you talk with your hands or do you think about things? That's another thing. Do you vocalize more when you are motivated versus do you get quiet when you're bored. Like what happens there? Next up is breathing. I don't know about you, but I sigh when I'm bored. It's like, <sighs> but what about, you know, when you're motivated, does it quicken? Is it steady? What happens to your breathing? What happens to your heart rate? I don't know about the bored state. I probably don't sense my heart when I'm bored. But when I'm excited and motivated or going after something, I can sometimes feel my heart pounding in my chest. Then the gut. <laughs> do you notice everything in the gut when you're bored? Because it's just like, I want to do some mindless eating while I'm trying to procrastinate and push this off. And then when you're motivated, is does all of that sense in the gut go away? Do you not even notice it anymore? Next up or finally would be legs and feet and overall posture. When you are bored? Are you slumped in your chair or laid out on a sofa? When you are motivated, are you leaning forward and kind of at attention? What happens with your legs and feet? Are they heavy and immovable when you're bored or are they a little fidgety? I mean, just what happens there? And then what happens when you go over and get motivated? Would standing help with the shift? So hopefully you're seeing what we're looking for now with regards to comparing and contrasting the two states. I've given you some ideas along these lines. What I'm going to encourage you to do is grab a piece of paper, do four quadrants on it, four equal rectangles, and put senses up in the top left-hand corner and compare and contrast the unproductive state that you get stuck in with the productive one you want to go to simply from a physical perspective and choose three or four 
highlights that are contrast. And it can be helpful to practice this or run this scenario or shift physically, pre-planning it so that it's there when you need it and you can mobilize out of it with effectiveness and efficiency. Next up, we're going to turn to the imagery section of the shift and talk about how we can use interior imagination and visualization to help you go from that unhelpful state to the helpful one and get you moving forward and through and on your way for the day.